Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. So I, I brought a Bible today, physical one. You know, I kind of have this, you know, when you have a backup plane, I have like three going on here. I have my phone, I have the iPad, and, you know, something else, you know, and then my first one, all my notes are here. But the reason why I, I, I took this Bible with me, you know, and uh, it's dated 4-3-2011, and uh, it was given to me by your family at Gateway. Alicia Center gave that to me. That's when I got baptized. That's when I received the Holy Ghost. And uh, I, uh, I don't know what I, why I, I believe at that moment, Pastor told me to read the scripture. I don't know what, which Bible I used. So I, when I found this Bible at home, I said, what is the scripture? Where is the scripture? So I couldn't find it. But I, and I remember it wasn't here, right? It was he read his Bible, and I also, because they knew I didn't, I didn't spoke English, or I couldn't read in English, which, that's what I'm going to do right now is huge for me. I, I share Friday uh, uh, men's meeting, how hard, I, I, I came to this country, guys, eight, uh, 18 years ago, I didn't spoke in English, I was illiterate on English. I still, as you can see, I still learning, I still have, 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 I still have a hard time to read, which, Bear with me, but here's the thing, right? I'm not embarrassed if I stumble. Because if God put me here, if, if it means me put myself on display, I will for, his, for him, right? I, I will. So if I stumble in my words here, bear with me, it's because I'm still working on and now I'm back down for what he called me to be. It doesn't matter what it is, right? So as I said, uh, I, 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 what was my point again before that? Okay. <laughs> See that? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, hey, you paid attention. So uh, I couldn't find it. Right? I was like, what, "What?" No, I remember that it was in. So she gave because of my ass. Now I got it. Yeah, back because the, she knew I couldn't read it in English. So she ordered to me. She ordered for me a, a Bible in Portuguese, and then and the pastor came and gave it to me, and he and he. Hi, he, so he told me to read some scripture. He was reading English. I was reading Portuguese. Yada, yada, you know. So I was trying to find this here. And I couldn't. But I found something else in here. I don't know who did it. I, don't, I didn't. So, and I'm just going to read it to you guys. It's Proverbs 3, 5. Which is going to lead. It, it was awesome because it's going to lead, lead us into what I'm going to to be talking about right now. So it says, trust in, your, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Amen. So I don't know who put that. I don't know where it came from, right? So what I'm going to do today here is exactly like that. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. My prayer before I came here is for, for me to die today. Die. So I said, Lord, take me out of the equation today. I don't want anything that, that is of me being part of what I'm going to speak. You know, when, when, when it's, I believe when it says, 
to lean on his own understanding. Because when we, one man tries to reason with God, reason, try to explain what, what is going on, try to explain why now, why this is not happening, or try to make things happen, because it always fail, right? Because we can't, when we can't, when we can't, understand what God is doing by trying to, to come up with something, but try to, to explain with our own understanding. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, right? Our knowledge and God's knowledge is two completely different things. That's why I said lean not on your own understanding, right? When we try to be too reasonable, when you try to be too left-sided, it doesn't, that's when we fail miserably, right? Because, right, who can explain to me how Two loaves of bread and five fish will feed 5,000 people. Right. Who are you going to explain that to me? How I'm brave, how I, as somebody who is smart, how somebody who, who's, uh, you know, wicked, have tons, tons of knowledge, we explain, you can't. I'm sorry, but you can't. You know, so for, for that, that's why, you know, we ought to, some, not sometimes, we ought to always lean on his own, in his um, wisdom. So as I say, as I said, uh, you know, let me go to my notes now, right? I'm going to, to, to preach slash give, me, give to you my testimony, right? I'm going to begin from when I first got here. When I first got here, that's all I brought. No, not kidding. If you want more details later, I can give it to you. But when I walked into the United States, it wasn't like that, okay? It wasn't, you know... This is a little bit better. So this, this is what I brought. That's it. Nothing else. Right? But from the day that I step in here, for, I, 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 I start to build my life. Little by little. Got a job. I lived in an apartment that I was empty. Nobody knew that I was there. It was my cousin who used to take care of the building. Yada, yada. And so we, we, life began. Right? Job. After that, like Fred used to make fun of me, like I only had my first, the first time that I moved, I only have a book bag. Now, you know, a tractor trailer is following me, <laughs> couple kids, a wife, you know, and, and and all that. So things begin to accumulate in, in our lives, right? And then, you know, yeah. So I got married, got kids, got all that, you know, and um, life start to grow, you know, I started to get busy, you know, like I said, accumulating things, you know, and I, another thing that is very important, I brought things with me here that, uh, that, that you know, some, are, some were very important in my life, and some I did not know that I had, and it wasn't, it wasn't good at all, but I didn't know, right, so this is one thing that, I'm, one, one point that I want to make, right, so I'm going to be reading from the book of Exodus, because what I'm trying, what I'm going to try to explain to you guys, based on my experience, right, it's how we, how the, how the people of God, how the Israelites, God took them out of Egypt, but that, I believe that was the easiest part, right, the harder part was to take Egypt out of them, right, because to do that, Right? You have to recognize, you have to, to, to take responsibility of what, we, of what is inside of you. Right? Because it's, it's easy for us to, to recognize what, people, what the people that is in front of us have. 
right? It's pretty much easy. It's much easier to point at what they got going on in their lives, right? That's easy. But when you have to recognize what is inside of you, man, I uh, I'm a living testimony. That's hard. That's one that scriptures you have to die daily. You have to uh, uh, um, examine yourself, right? You you constantly, constantly, because that's hard. I'm I, I'm going to be completely honest and raw. It is hard to do that. It's not easy, right? So I'm gonna read from. Uh, so I it's. NKJV, where you got that? So we will be on the same page here. And this, guys, bear with me, right? This is a milestone for me. This is something that I conquered, right? Be able to read. Even if I stumble, bear with me. If I read anything wrong, you're going to have it over there, okay? So you, you follow there. But I'm not ashamed, right? That's another thing. I'm not ashamed. Where I was stumble, I'm not ashamed to be in front of you, being vulnerable. You know, it's another thing that I share is, like, I didn't like to read, and then I didn't like to read, and now I have to read. Not only I didn't like to read, now I have to learn how to read in English. Got that, okay? So anyways, so, so it's Exodus 14, 11 to 12. So it's only, for enough, it's two verses. So you got that, all right. Then they say to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? It is, not, it, is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we might serve the Egyptians? Okay, I got back. That wasn't me. Um, for, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians then that we should die in the wilderness, right? So they, they begin to complain to God after God took them out of the Egypt, the Egypt right? So that's, that is very important because I'm, where I'm, I'm going to build up in here, it's what I experience, right? I'm just going to read one more verse and then I'll, I'll, I'll build on. So Exodus 16, 2, verse 2 and 3, right? Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in, in, uh, in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the, in the, the, by, the, by the hand of the Lord in the land of, the, of Egypt. When we sat by the pots of meat and we ate bread to the full, to be, to be full, right? For you brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger, right? So they're complaining again, right? They're complaining, but they're not only complaining now, they're comparing. So I'm, say, I'm saying this because this is what I did for eight years. I'm saying eight years because eight years after I was here, I started, I, I began to realize how I was comparing my life that I lived back home to the life that I lived here. But look how this is going to fit, okay? This is a first world country. I come from a third one, right? God took me, because I didn't say, I'm saying God took me out of there because he did, because I, I had a confirmation before I got here, which I, you know, I knew it. 
and so he took me out of there into my promised land because I'm, I'm, you know, this is a beautiful country once again. I'm, I am much, I, I can't even explain how blessed I am to be able to, to raise my kids and, and, and live in this country. So I, for, for eight years, I used to compare my life there to my life here, not able to see what was in front of me. Right now, well, but now, you know, I can't do this. There, I have all this. I have all this. Like, always complaining. I always compl- I complained for eight years. Why? And I tried to go back home. I tried to take my family there for eight years. For eight years, I was stuck. I was bound in old thinking. I was I was in prison. I, I was uh, um, in shackles. You can. Name it because I couldn't. I was I wasn't able to see the blessings that was in front of me. I wasn't able to see where God was taking me. You know, all I could see is the hardship. All I could see that I couldn't. I can't do this in here. I can't do this. In there. I don't speak the language. Uh, it's like oh, you know, I can't communicate. I, I have to depend on my wife, which I depend on her for. You know, for the majority of the time that I was here, until now, I started break free from. The, I started getting my independence. Right. <laughs> 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 okay, let's get going. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> but anyways, so <laughs> I lost my point. But so I, um, I, I begin to see there, right? Uh, so I was bound. I couldn't see. It. So I, always, I, so I have the promised land right in front of me. I have an abundance life. I have, I could, I have everything that could even, I could even imagine having in Brazil, right, back home. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, sometimes I was there thinking about how I'm going to do this, 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 and my dream just dropped in front of me because I couldn't see past what I, my capability. I couldn't, because, because my surroundings also, right? I was in a pit with everybody else. Everybody else that was in a pit with me did the same thing. It didn't went far at all, right? Some, some try, but at the end of the day, they came back. So that's the mentality that I have. So when I came here, right, that's the mentality that, that that's, that's what I have in my head, stuck in my head, right? But, but then when I came here, let me see, am I making sense? sense? So then when I came here, I came with that, that kind of mentality, right, that I need to be set free from. Something needed to happen. Right, and I, uh, but here, here, once again, guys, I did not know. Right, this is very important. I did not know. I was bound, and I did not know. Right, because we walk, we walk around here, uh, you know, some things that we, we recognize, some things that we can recognize right away. People can tell us, you know, we, we were talking about this in a group last Friday about uh, creating new habits, right. And then, I don't know who mentioned, or maybe it was Ned, I don't know who mentioned, what about, uh, Terry, I believe, what about the bad habits? You know, what about when you, don't, when you have a bad habit, you don't know you have a bad habit? And what you do, how you recognize, and I believe you said, like, no, that's, you know, the Holy Spirit, conviction, you know, we rely on those tools to recognize and, and to be able to cast it out. Right to be able to get set, be, be free from. So, as I said there, right. So I lived with that. I I needed to be set free from the mentality that I have 
from Brazil. I needed to be set free to be able to see what is in front of me, right? I needed to be set free so I can walk in the promised land that God had for me, so I can quit the mentality of complaining, right? Because they're, they're, right here, right, God, God did miracles and after miracles, signs and wonders, try to lead them out of Egypt, right? And finally, they got to the point, finally, God supernaturally delivered them out of there. And when they got out of there, God goes like, wait a minute now, I need to take Egypt out of them. Right? Because, man, after you see all that they saw and you don't realize this was in front of me is nothing because look what God did. Like, hey, bring it on, man. I was like, well, I had a pillar, pillar of fire in front of me and, and another pillar of cloud behind me, whatever, you know, uh, light by whatever that I forgot, but whatever that was. You have in front of you, you have behind you, you know, protecting you, do all the, and, and man, you still bound. That's how, how sometimes strongholds are so deep. That, that's, okay, not, that's not the word. That's how strongholds are so, so strong, I guess, right? With double, you know, when, when you're so bound that you don't see it. When things, when things are in front of you, clear as day, but you're so bound. You, you can't break free from. You're so bound. You can't even, you know, God says, like, look here, all I have for you. You know, look what I did for you. And this is what is in front of you. All you need to do is just step forward and or go check it out what it is. But you, you, you're, you're so bound. And you don't, you don't have the capability to step forward into the promised land. To, to, to. You, you're incapable of seeing what God has, has for you, right? So I'm going to read one more scripture. And um, so it's Exodus 17, 1 and 3. Once again, they're complaining, right? So then all the congregation... Of the children of Israel set out in, in their set out in a journey from the wilderness of sin, according to the commandments of the Lord, and camped in Rephidim. Did I say that right? <laughs> Rephidim, right? So, <laughs> but there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore, the people, the people contended with Moses and said, Give us water that we might drink. So Moses says to them, Why do you contend with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? And the people thirst there for water. And the people complained against Moses and said, Why is it you have brought us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? Once again, they're, 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 they're complaining, right? Always complaining. They, they can't see that God is capable of doing everything. They can't see that. They're bound, right? Let me tell you another part of my story, right? When I, when I first came to church, I uh, yeah, got saved, got baptized, right? I was like, whoa, I'm ready, right? I'm, I'm going to share the gospel. I'm going to do all this. And, and there, you know, you, you, you get fired up. It's like, well, this is, you know, 
this is news. They come, you know, but here's the thing, right? God took me out of the Egypt, right? He's like, Moses, I've set you apart now. Now you're mine, right? But what about the Egypt that was inside of me, right? So I knew what God did for me. I knew what I stepped into it. I'm, this before I was uh, when I was planning and you know working it out. What I'm gonna say here? I I had this image in my head, right? I, when I got saved, right, the kingdom opened for me, right. So, but by but in the world, I had a backpack full of my stuff. Like I said, the stuff that I had, right. So this is what this is the image that I had in my head when I had this backpack. Let's imagine it was full of metal, right? But it's not metal. Right, and then when I got saved, this this what came to the strip. So I didn't take the backpack off. I loose it. It got loose, right? It gave me some room, right? So here am I, Moses. You're saved. You're welcome to my kingdom, right? And and let's see. This is the kingdom. I'm about to enter the kingdom. So I did this. This is the threshold, right? So when I did the second step, I felt like something grabbing me, right? Remember, just to you understand, it was metal. This, this is like a, a, a magnet, right? And I was like, wait a minute. What is going on here? Why I can't, I can't go in? Like, so this is, what, this is as far as I could go. One step, right? So, and then me, right? Well, here's the kingdom. Like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, you know, you get some goosebumps. You're like, you lift your hand. You come here, worship. It's like, oh, this is good. Like, so I sat down in my chair. And, and every time I try to take a step, I got that thing that is, you know, holding me back. And, and like I said, guys, I didn't know what it was. You know why? Because it was in me, right? And like I said, it's, it's easy for us to, to figure out what is going on with somebody else than with ourselves. And, man, I'm, I'm telling you, it was hard. I can't, I'm, I'm going to be raw, honest. It is hard when the problem is you and not someone else. It is really hard when you have to die, when you have to, when you, when you, even though when you think, or even though when you know that you're right, but you have to be quiet, you have to be patient, you have to show the fruits of the Spirit, right, to somebody who doesn't deserve, or somebody who doesn't, you know, whatever, you, you want to exercise those things, it is hard, right? So anyways, I'm here, try, so I got comfortable, after a while, just just this little space. I just took a step into the kingdom. I was like, oh, this is this is fun. I was like, you know, yeah, like, you no. Know. So I stayed here. But that, that the mistake is, right? Every, every once in a while, I was like, step back, right? Another thing that I came to my mind, like, you remember, you guys watch Moses, right? When when they're building straw in the mud, right? So every once in a while, I went in the mud. I went in the pit. Right? With everybody else that was out of the kingdom and begin to do the same thing as they were doing and preaching to them. It's like, hey, man, why you don't get out of that life? You know, live for Jesus is much, much better than this thing here. And then here am I doing the same thing that I used to do. Nothing, nothing changed but my breath come out of my mouth. Like, and then what do you think that would do to them? Right? What do you think, what kind of favor that was doing for them going back to the pit and doing the same thing? Right? But I didn't know. Right? It's like, uh, you know, and, and, until the Holy Spirit began to kick in. 
right? And it's like one, one day a friend of mine, like he, he actually, he, he said this. I was like, oh, the world is it's doomed, yada, yada, like that mentality, you know? Like, he goes like, no, they're the future. They, let's come out of somebody who's an, technically is an unbeliever. No, they, they're going to fix it. Not fix it. They, they're going to do something about it. The next generation. And it was like, I shut my mouth. He's like, here am I with this guy who's an unbeliever. And he, 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 I'm trying to preach to him and he preached to me. You know, show me that maybe not me, maybe not him, but they will do it. Right? So that explains why they're at war with the, our kids right now. Because they have that. The favor is upon them. Right? So, anyways, I went to the back to the pit, right? And then I was like, again, so that part was me, right? Instead of, I, you know, we can't do this. We can, you can go back there, right? That's the pit, right? We can stand in there and talk to them, right? Because that's what we ought to do. We've got to go and save lives. We've got to go save souls, right? Raise the dead outside. So you, you, we ought to do this. We ought to walk around the pit, you know, and, and every, every now and then you can pick a hand up because not everybody can see. Unfortunately, not everybody can see, right? But those who can see, you'll be there, and then you, okay, come with me. Come with me. You don't do that. Right? You don't do that. That's, the, that's, the words, that's what the word says. Like We got to be in the world, but not of the world. Right? I was in the world, not of the world. But every now and then, because of my backpack, that it didn't allow me to, to step forward, to move, to move into the kingdom and see what, is, what else is there. Right? I was like, okay, this is it. Then I guess I can come back and, and hang out with my buddies and do the same thing and kind of try to, you know, Help them to see what, what is going on, right? But doing the same thing, it doesn't work that way. I tried. It doesn't work that way, right? We got to be in the world, but not, not of the world, right? So then, right, I realized that I need to change. The whole moment, okay. So then I realized that I need to change. I need to change, right? I need to look inside of me and see what is going on here. Like, what, what am I doing wrong, right? And like I said, it is hard. It is really hard. It was hard to, to, to figure it out that I was the problem, to figure it out that I had the problem, to figure it out that something inside of me was preventing me to take that step. That book bag that I was carrying, it was, it, it is my iniquities. It is not welcome into the kingdom, guys. It is not. Unfortunately, it's not. Today we sit here. We want to advance. We want to do this, do that, do that. But because of what we, we are carrying, we, are not, we, we can't make it. Right? We want to go in, into the kingdom. We want to advance with everything. that no, It doesn't belong there. It doesn't belong there. Things that is this world sits here and stays here. If we, if we want to advance, we ought to get rid of it. Or our iniquities, get rid of our past, get rid of all the stuff that, that doesn't belong to the kingdom, right? Sickness, disease, sin, all kinds of stuff doesn't belong to the kingdom, right? We don't care. It doesn't go with us with the kingdom, right? It doesn't belong there, right? It stays here. 
right? So, so let me go, try to go back to my, my thoughts. So, so I'm going to read a couple more scriptures, and then I, I'm going to close, but, but I'm going to read now Numbers 11, 5 to 6. Right, so yeah, another, another, another. It's just another complaint, right? So, the scripture says, "We remember, we remember the fish which we ate freely, freely in Egypt: the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all except manna before our eyes." All right, guys, if God make Something showed up out of nowhere and tastes like honey. Out of nothing. Right? You're going to complain about leeks? <laughs> Onions? Come on. Let's be honest. Right? It's, it's, something is missing. Right? It's, it, it, it's not just there. As far as I see. Right? When we complain, it's not just there. Like, let me see if I can get this point, right? If you have something inside of you that you cannot control, the light's on. It's not you, right? If you have something inside of you that is making you do something that you should be doing it, it's not you, right? Light's on, right? If you can't recognize what it is, right? You have a bunch of people here that he can help, and, you, and hopefully you have the helper, and you ask because it's not you. We are not created to live in that state of anger all the time. We're not created to live in a state of depression all the time. We're not created to live to, to be bound all the time, to be sad. We're not created. We are created. And listen. So a couple weeks ago, we had a uh, um, um, youth meeting here. Right, one of the, our youth s- said to me like. Is that in the Bible? I'm just, well, that's quite, I don't know. Is that in the Bible? Is there anywhere in the Bible that says that God called us stupid? And I was like, I never see it. You know, I don't believe so. But then here's the thing, guys. I sat here and all of a sudden, He created us in His image, right? Perfect, right? So if He says in the Bible that we're stupid, and you were created in his image? What he's saying? Oh, obviously not. That's the question. <laughs> right? So that is not where, where in the Bible that's found that we are stupid. Right. right? That is not in the Bible that says that we can't do what, what we want to do. Right? What you put ourselves into. That's not in the Bible that says that we can't accomplish things in our life that are good. Right? That is not in the Bible that we, we're not going to thrive. You know, that you're only going to... Like survive. No, God, we, no, guys, we are created in His image. He handcrafted us. He knows us from our mother's womb. That's what Scripture says, right? So we ought to, to, uh, to, to, to embrace that. We ought to understand that, right? If there is anything that is stopping us from being what He called us to be, there is a problem, and that is not you. It needs to be recognized, it needs to be dealt with, right? We, we, not, we not ought to live in that stage. We are created to, to be light of the world. This life, being a Christian has to be excited. Yeah. Right? He has to be excited. If he's not excited, we got something going on. It's something, we got a problem. 
right? Because when we become a Christian, we come to this, this, this life, right? We sit in here and, and, and that's all we do. No, it's supposed to be. So the world is creating any, every single kind of entertainment to draw us out of here, yeah. right? They're doing all. You go, and, oh, they have this, they have that going on, they have that. And it's, uh, we know it's all empty, right? We know that you go in there after a while. You all, so you go and party all night when you go home. You're going to leave empty. You're going to go home after that. They all you have a hangover and maybe something else. But nothing that would last. Right? Now, when we party, guys, we are filled. When we party, it might last for a lifetime. When we party, we reach the eternity. Right? So, and to, to finish it up, right? I got, I'm, I'm going to read one. I have a couple, but I'm just going to read this one. Right? This scripture. It's in um, Luke 18, 18 to 23. It's about the, the, the young ruler. I'm just going to talk about it. Right? So, so that young ruler, he, he came to, to, to Jesus like, teacher, teacher um, you know, what can I do to, to, to inherit the, the, the eternal life? And, yada, yada, and, 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 and Jesus, you know, yada, you do this, you... you, you you be good, you, you, you follow the commandments, don't, don't, uh, don't commit adultery, murder, do not steal, yeah, yeah, bear witness, yeah, yeah. and he goes, I, I do all those things, you know, I'm, I kept those for my youth, and then Jesus, and Jesus goes like, but there is one thing, one thing left, and this time, and this here, okay, it talks about his wealth, right, so we are here, Right, want to follow Jesus. We want to do like I'm. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. And he. And that is this one thing that sits before you and the Lord. That is hard for you to get rid of it. Right, because for him was his money. For us, might be something else. Might be your lifestyle. Right. So I thank God that Ned called me out from the pulpit. Right. I. I look like once again. I said I did not know. Right from here, he goes, Moses. This was his word, as far as I remember. I can't stand with you, with your Facebook posts about soccer no more. Like you gotta change. I don't know if you remember this, but man, but coming from him, right? I know it was out of love. I didn't. It didn't offend me a little bit because it didn't. I'm sorry, but it didn't. It turned my light on. It was like, wait a minute. It was like, am I that? You know, in in deep with with that kind of stuff. Is that? A, 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 a idol for me, it was because now I see. Because every time the Facebook throw back a memory, I'm deleting now, right? But it's constantly so I go like, no, not anymore, no, not anymore. But I did not know, I did not know that I, I, I was so bound. And and here's the thing, okay? I love soccer, right? And another thing that that, that I had to deny myself, if if uh, um, believe it or not, right? The Brazilian guys, they all, the day that they choose to play soccer, it's Sunday morning. Like you can, like the ones that I hang out with. Like obviously you can find all the places, but look like the other guys that I used to hang out with. They have, they may have a team. They play Sunday morning. So in the beginning of my my walk with Christ, every morning, they, every Saturday, I receive a text or a call. The game was, you come, you, you are you you're gonna play with us? And uh, I'm going to be, like I said, I'm gonna be raw, honest. There were some Sundays that were here, but my mind was there. 
because I want to be there. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want, I didn't want to be here. Like, I like what we'll share on Friday. Sometimes I don't want to be here, but I never regret being here. Never. I never regret being here with you guys. Never. Never. You know, but, that, but there was that thing in me that always, back then, that always, you know, said, Moses, just, you know, skip a day. Just, just this Sunday. Just don't go there. Like, you know, what are you doing? Like, we have a lot of, it, it was that thing inside of me, right, calling me out. So, calling me out of my calling, right? So, recently we went to, to, to Georgia, and I, I, um, I talked about, I hope I, I, I was clear, but, but I talk about recognizing, you know, what is inside of us, recognizing uh, uh, the Egypt that's inside of us, that it needs to come out. Right, recognize, take a responsibility of of of, of ourselves. Right, so I, we learned this thing called ARs to freedom, but you can it has multiple different ways to to do this. Right, as far as that I, I understand, because I, I heard from different ways. But this is what one thing that I, that that they helped us, helped me the most, especially when it comes to the point that to, to understand what is inside of you instead of blaming somebody else. Right, because sometimes you get with the, you get with somebody, that person, the, the, the people, the person irritates you. You got two things going on, one inside of them and one inside of you. Because if you don't have the same thing that that person has, won't irritate you, won't, won't cause a reaction, reaction, not an action, right? It's a reaction. You react to something that she has or he has or they have that possibly is already inside of you because it's not, it's not going to stir up. Right? So that's one thing that I, I, I recognize. So, so the first thing, the first step that I learned was to recognize the problem. What is the problem? What's the problem that you're going through? What, what, what's the, what's, what is causing you to react? What is causing you to have a, such a manifestation of that, or, 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 or like that? What is really doing for you? What, what is the cause? Right? And then the second one, you got to take responsibility of your actions. Right? You got to own it. Man, do not put in someone else. Right? Do not try to blame someone else for, 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 for what you're doing, for what's going on in your own life, inside of you. And I'm going, this is once again, I did this, guys. And it was hard. Because I didn't know how much was inside of me that was causing me to act. It was, it was preventing me to be the man that, I, that I'm, I'm becoming. Because I'm still in process. Right? And uh, after you understand those things, right, you know what it is. You took responsibility. You repent for what you did. Repent for the actions that you took. Repent. Repent. Repent means you turn away from that thing and don't go back anymore. You walk away, right? You, you, you change the direction of your life, right? And that live in the past, right? You renounce renounce that renounce what you did so i renounce a partaking of of that whatever that is whatever that you, you recognize you renounce don't take part don't participate anymore stay away walk away right remove remove once and for all from your life don't allow it to come back you remove whatever you recognize whatever you know that is there you remove don't let that come back anymore, right? 
And it's um, not easy. I'm reading. And then you ought to resist. Because the first thing when you, when, you take, when you take action, when you take responsibility, when you decide to move, when you decide to follow Christ, when you decide to leave that backpack, take that off, guess what's going to happen? You're going to leave a hunky-dory life? No, it's not. You think, you think, so when, you, when I was here in Egypt, right, I have very little resistance from the devil. Very little. I had very little resistance from him. But as soon as I took the step, he came at me with all that he got, all everything. He's like, you're not going to move forward because I know where you're going. I know you're going to fight me. You're not going to fight me. You're going to stay where you're at. You are nobody. You're not going to do anything. You can't speak English. What are you doing in front of the Pope? Like nobody can understand. I mean, everything. You can imagine everything. It's like, like you're in the wrong country. It's like he, oh man, so I have to fight. I have to die on a daily basis. I have to resist. Resist. Every single day I have to resist. I have to fight. I have to to. to to die every single day, right? And then rejoice, guys, over the victory that you have. Rejoice that you're free. Rejoice that you are not there no more. Rejoice that the, your past is in the past and you left in the past, right? It doesn't belong to you anymore. And the last thing, guys, the last thing, it's the stage that I believe we're all going to be in this room and soon. We're going to be able to restore people because they're going to be able to see in our lives. They're going to be able to see what we went through. And if we defeated, we beat it, right? We show the, uh, the enemy who, who they really are, which is nothing. The scripture says that is underneath our feet, right? The devil belongs here. If he's above this, we got something. We give him too much attention, right? So restore the others, right? So this is it. I hope. It was clear. I hope you understood my reading, right? And I pray that we recognize that we, we recognize the things that stop us from moving into the kingdom, that, that hold us back from what God took us out of it. I don't know if, you, if you're going to... So, so the magicians, no, the magicians. The musicians. You can, you can come up and, and, and God... <laughs> and guys, once again, I, I personally, I truly believe in the laying of hands. I truly believe that if you have something in, that you need to be dealt with, and if you have something that needs to come out, if you have something that is in your body, that is afflicting your body, like I said, he created us a perfect and a perfect image of his, so we ought to be perfect. If you get something in your body that is afflicting, if you have something in your body that doesn't belong in your body, it ought to come out in Jesus' name. So I believe if you, if you want to take a step by our faith, not by, if, even if you don't have, I believe we have enough in here to cover you. So. Step forward. Let us play, pray for you. Let us see what God's going to do for you today. Right? In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.